Hey, my whizzes, and welcome to episode 212 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. In today's show, I am sharing my five P's that you need to have in place before you do another wholesale buyer sales pitch. Without these five P's, you're wasting that buyer's time as well as your own time. And frankly, nobody wants that. So in the spirit of being really efficient with our time, let's get right into today's quick show. I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious, values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the behind the scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Whiz podcast to give you hard-to-access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. Before I dive into this episode, I'm going to take a moment and thank all of the brands who joined us in Wholesale Week and for your super generous contributions to Project Potluck, our favorite nonprofit that provides free mentorship and free resources to people of color in our CPG industry. If you missed it, we ran Wholesale Week starting on September 11th and delivered daily trainings to our community all around growing sales of your packaged products. If you missed it, we'll bring Wholesale Week back in January, so there will be another chance for you to join in again in the future. We also wrapped up Wholesale Week by inviting participants participants to join us inside of Retail Ready, which is now currently open for enrollment. I am so excited. I'm thrilled because we had enrollment closed for a bit as we made some changes behind the scenes and we prepared for Q4 here at Food Biz Whiz. So now it's back and it is accepting new students this time into our 90-day program. We have redesigned the the support options and guidance throughout the Retail Ready program, and we are committed to giving our students more tailored support and the opportunity for faster results. So if you've been eyeing Retail Ready, but you haven't been able to commit to a full year with us in the past, the 90-day program is right for you. So find those full enrollment enrollment details in our show notes and come and join us. And also, I want you to think about... Think about your brand as we go through today's episode and review these five Ps. We cover these five Ps in depth in Retail Ready. So if you're listening to today's episode and you're like, ah, shoot, (laughs) I'm stuck on P number two, or oh man, like I, I really could review P number four. That's what we do inside of Retail Ready. That's a small part of what we do inside of Retail Ready. So as you're listening to this episode, that'll really help you assess whether or not you you might need our support inside of our program. Okay, on to the five Ps. A few weeks ago, in episode 209, I discussed five mistakes that I see food, beverage, and taxable grocery brands make as you try to grow your sales. Mistake number three was not being fully prepared for buyer meetings or thinking that you can use this FaceTime with that buyer to ask them for feedback or you can put your product on the shelf and see how it does and get feedback once you're there. So this doesn't work. 
I emphasize that the wholesale buyer is really busy and that they're inundated with sales pitches. That buyer doesn't have time for you to show up with an underprepared pitch or without thinking through every possible scenario of how you're going to partner with them for success on their shelves. If you're in retail ready, you have heard me talk about this <laughs> over and over and over again. So with that, I explained that there are five Ps that you need to prepare for those buyer meetings. And in episode 209, I promised that I would get further into them in a future episode. So today is that day. In today's show, we are talking through the five Ps that you need in place in order to fully pitch to wholesale buyers. So let me review what they are, and then we'll dive deeper into each one. The five Ps are your product, your placement, your pricing, your promotion, and your purchasing. So why is it important to work through these? So remember from episode 209, you need to have concrete answers to all of the logistics that go into the store's ordering, receiving, and selling of your product. Being flexible on those five Ps doesn't make you seem accommodating. It makes you seem unprofessional. So there's certainly room to negotiate with a buyer on all of those Ps, right? And you know me. You got to do what's right for your business. So there is certainly room to negotiate, but you have to come prepared with your non-negotiables and your answers first. So don't make the mistake of thinking that you can just get back to that buyer on whether or not you can do a free fill or what your minimum order quantity is or what the lead time is, right? In the time that it takes for you to get back to that buyer, they've moved on to the next brand. So let's talk through each of these P's and the things that you need to sort out for each one. Your homework from this episode is to listen through this, identify where you still have questions or holes in your sales plan, and then get to work on fixing them before your next sales pitch. So if you're a retail ready student and you're listening to this and you realize you've got gaps in your strategy, come back to our student group and tag us with your questions or come to our next live support call and ask away. Let's get this sorted out before those final pitches of 2023, before wholesale buyers start rolling into their holiday planning. All right, are you ready? First up, P number one, product. Literally, what the heck are you selling? <laughs> I know this sounds so silly, but I can't tell you how many buyer pitches I would be sitting in on. I'd be getting uh, where I literally did not know what the heck the founder or the sales rep was pitching to me over the phone. So the confusion often happens when your brand name doesn't reflect what you sell, which is okay, but it means you've got to be even more clear here. So for example, if you say, Hi, my name is May. I make silly sticks and I want to discuss selling them in your store. I literally have no idea what silly sticks are and I start to tune out. So from there, product. The buyer is going to have going to have detailed questions about your product line and how it's sold. So which of your SKUs do you wholesale? Is it all of them or only some of them? What is the case count? Can you split cases? What's the shelf life? What's the minimum order? Here you need to sort out all of the details about your physical product. And again, one of the mistakes that I see here is that you know your product so well, right? Your, your product, you know your product up and down, sideways, back and forth, right? And so often we 
assume that other people understand about our product immediately and under people understand the details immediately. And here, this is where you want to take a step back. Imagine that you are a complete stranger to your own product line. What are all the things that that buyer needs to know about your physical product line? Okay. So that's the first P, product. The second P, placement. What channels are you hoping to sell in? What channels have you historically done best in? What types of stores are the right fit for your product line? What type of channel or store isn't the right fit for your product line? This is even more important as folks start coming to you, asking you for samples, asking you to potentially sell on their shelves. You need to know if they're the right or frankly, the wrong fit. And you need to have the confidence to say, thanks, but no thanks. So inside of Retail Ready, we call this our right people, right channel philosophy, where we dive deep into figuring this out. How can you get on that path to profitability by being placed in the right channels for your brand? Then you can expand, of course, but the buyer wants to know the data here. After channel placement, that buyer thinks about the physical placement in their store. Where are you best merchandised? in their store? Do they need to coordinate with another department to make it happen? So for instance, if your salad topper really should be sold next to the fresh produce, that requires coordination, right? With the produce department. From there, what's the size and the weight of your physical packaging? Can that buyer actually physically fit it in their current lineup on their shelves? Again, when I was a buyer, I would see so many brands who tried to stand out with unusual packaging only to have it work against them as their standout packaging didn't physically fit on the shelf with other product lines in their category. So as a buyer, I've got to know where and how I'm going to physically put your product, coordinate your placement in my planogram. Okay, I'm going to take a quick break before we get into the final three Ps. We will be right back. This episode is supported by Retail Ready, our course, coaching, and community for packaged products brands who want to land on more wholesale shelves and have high sales once you're there. You are in luck. We are inviting you to jumpstart your enrollment and join us today. No wait list, no watching the educational masterclass, no sales call required. If you know you need the support in building systems for sustainable success, plus a community to hold you accountable and expert tailored advice from me and my team, consider this your official invite. Click through to the information and enrollment page linked in our show notes, read through our robust FAQs to ensure that you are the right fit and join us in a matter of minutes. I'll see you soon inside of Retail Ready. All right, my whizzes, we discussed product and placement, and now let's dive into the three remaining P's, pricing, promotion, and purchasing. The third P is pricing. Most people skip this step. You have to understand your COGS and your retail margins, taking into account future margins for potential brokers and distributors. So with your pitch, that buyer needs to understand how much it's going to cost them to purchase your product and what margin they will make when they sell your product. 
Pricing also includes any details on introductory offers, best price scenarios, multi-case or volume discounts, whether shipping is included or not, who is paying for samples, and more. All of those pricing details go in here. So pricing seems to be one thing that is really intimidating to folks. And if you got overwhelmed just listening to (laughs) that list I just said, I want you to hear this. Understanding your financials is a learned skill. No one is born with this innate knowledge. So yes, it can feel overwhelming, but I promise you it is something that you can learn and it's also something that you can ask for help on. There are plenty of folks who support CPG brands on their financials, so you don't have to go at it alone, but you do have to take responsibility for figuring this out. This is not the P to just glaze over. I mean, after all, this is a business. You have to make profitable sales in order to stay in business. So put in the time on this third P here, pricing. Okay, on to the fourth P, promotion. How will you market your product so that it sells off the shelf? There is a big reason why we devote over a third of our retail-ready curriculum on selling off the shelf once you're there, and it is your responsibility to have a game plan and to communicate it with your sales pitch. So how are you conveying to that buyer that you are going to support your product through promotion, education, marketing, whatever it needs, so that they, the buyer, the store, the account, aren't expected to do all the heavy legwork? So for example, what's your budget for trade spend? What's your ability to do seasonal or quarterly promotions? Do you offer free fills or guaranteed sales? Are you up for TPRs and how often? If you have no budget, how do you still support your product line? Do you have shelf talkers, recipe cards, digital assets that they can use? Do you do staff education? Do you do strategic demos? How do you convey that you are committed to making the sale to your wholesale buyer in your sales pitch? So remember, if you are not telling the buyer this information, they are making the assumption that you simply don't do this. In Retail Ready, we work to find the balance here. How can you succinctly convey all of this in only a few sentences as not to overwhelm that buyer, but also show them precisely what a supportive vendor you are? Okay, on to our last P, purchasing. How does the buyer actually order your product? Is it through a broker or a distributor? Is it direct from you? One, is it necessarily better than the other? And brokers and distributors are not always required, but you have to be able to clearly convey how the buyer orders. What are the order days and the cutoff times? What's the lead time? Do you have out of stocks or seasonal changes in ordering logistics? All of the purchasing details need to be conveyed so the buyer is crystal clear on how to get your product and whether or not it's going to be easy enough for them to do. Ease is the key here. As I outline the five Ps, I hope you saw the common thread here. You are responsible for making it easy on the wholesale buyer by providing the full information and the complete picture of what it's going to be like to work with you as a vendor. Again, those buyers are overwhelmed by the sheer volume of sales pitches that they receive. Unless yours is dialed in and complete, 
including the right information the first time around, they move along to the next brand. So our goal here at Food Biz Wiz is to level the playing field and to give all brands an equal opportunity to succeed on the shelf. And that first step is knowing exactly what it's going to take to craft a sales pitch that makes you seem prepared and professional. Work through these five Ps to ensure that you are giving that wholesale buyer the right info the first time around. All right, one last time. Let's review them. The five Ps. Product, placement, pricing, promotion, purchasing. Which one do you need to focus on? I want to know. If you are a Retail Ready student, come and post in our student group and we'll support you in getting up to speed here. If you're not a student, send me a DM at It's Ali Ball on Instagram or directly to me on LinkedIn. I'll I'll put my link in the show notes and we can help you take the next step. So whether that's helping you assess if you're the right fit for joining our Retail Ready program and working through these five pieces together or figuring out a past podcast episode to send your way. We've just upgraded our Retail Ready program and have it designed to help our new students get even faster results. I'm so thrilled to get folks in there this season and to work through all of this as we head into the fourth quarter. Now is the time to get these five Ps, to get these details dialed in. So if you are ready, find our full Retail Ready program information, as well as my contact information so we can connect directly in today's show notes. So thank you as always for tuning in. I'll see you inside of Retail Ready or right back here next week. Thanks for listening to Food Biz Wiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.